0: What's up everybody? Hasn't this been an awesome service so far? Like, isn't this incredible? Yeah, absolutely. I love it, love it, love it. Our our team has been working hard for a long time to, to put this together for you guys. And man, I, I just absolutely love this service and all that it is. And one of the things that I also love is people will come to me and they'll say, Are you ready? Uh, like is your message ready and, and, I, and I love that like I, I absolutely love that and so I am ready uh, I got news for you like Jesus' birthday is every single year, and so we look forward to this I, i'm already looking forward to 2020 and I just I love all that this service is and I just I love this time of year and so I just it's my honor to be able to speak and, and give this message to to our community to our church and because to me I, I like I love parties this to me is a birthday party like I love parties. I love of celebrating. We get to celebrate Jesus' birthday with our community, with our friends, with our family, and that's what we're all about. That's what I'm all about. And so when we look at this service, for us, this is much like the Super Bowl. We have two big holidays a year for those of us who follow Christ. We have his birth and then his death and resurrection at, at Easter time. And so this is a big deal for us. And we take this service very seriously. Uh, we begin talking about it months and months in advance on what we want to do and how we want to do it. And we book this venue a year in advance, knowing that we're going to be here and, and how we want to impact our community in, a, in an amazing way. And here's what you need to understand. We've been praying for you. You have been on our minds and on our hearts the entire year, ever since last year. We, we think about you, our community, every single one of you, men, women, kids, married, unmarried, divorced, those that are struggling in their life, those that are having, That maybe you had a great year. You have been on our heart. And we've been praying for you and we've been praying for our community. And so when we look at Christmas and Christmas Eve, we see it as a birthday party. And, and I don't know what you do at birthday parties, but most of the ones that I go to, I bring gifts, and, and we give gifts, and parties are great because of that reason. I know I have family. I actually have a brother-in-law. His birthday is today. So Christmas Eve's his birthday, and then I have a sister-in-law. Her birthday's tomorrow, Christmas Day. And man, I'll tell you what. Those are two days that you do not want to have your birthday on. Every year, they get one gift. They get chip. And they get that one gift. And so I make sure. I'm like, they got to get two gifts and, and that kind of thing. And so, but we recognize, you know, tomorrow, Christmas Day, as Jesus' birthday. And, and Jesus was given gifts, wasn't he? The, the wise men showed up, and, and they, they brought him gifts. They brought him gold, which if you show up at a birthday party with gold, that's a good gift, right? Because the other two guys, they showed up with frankincense and myrrh. Like, come on. Like, Thanks. You know, it's that kind of, like, puzzled look on, on everybody's face, like, thank you. So go with gold. Like, if you're going to a birthday party, stick with gold. Like, that's a great thing. You know, so it just is amazing, right? They, they brought Jesus gifts, and so Jesus is the whole reason that we celebrate Christmas and who he is, and, and I hope that we never, ever lose sight of that and who we are, and recognizing, recognizing him as the Savior and the Messiah for the whole entire world. In fact, there was a prophecy that was given 500 years before Jesus was actually born. And it was given through the prophet Isaiah. In Isaiah chapter 9, verse starting in verse 6, it says, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, his government and its peace will never end. His rule, he will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for all eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord of Heaven's armies will make this happen. And so we get to celebrate the fact that God's son was born, where heaven comes to earth for us. You know, we, we absolutely understand, you know, that Jesus was born as a newborn and born as an infant, and, and, and he continued to grow up, but then we, we see the magnitude of who he truly is when he lives his perfect life. He displays his deity for all mankind to see in his perfection. And one of the things that's really neat is, is he declared that about himself. In John chapter 8, verse 12, he says very openly, he says, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. And so for us, we have this incredible opportunity. We really do to be light, to be light in our community, to be light in our culture, to bring joy to the world. We are the ones that can do that. We are the ones that can bring love to those that who seemingly are unlovable to others. We're the ones that can be serving those that are less fortunate. We're the ones that can bring the healer to those who are hurting and broken. We get to do that. And so one of the things that I've noticed, and and many people that I know have noticed, the staff and and other people that are really close to me, is we've just noticed that people in the community, people in our church, people just in general— Uh, Right now, just in this time of year, maybe this whole entire year, just we feel a lot of weight, right? We feel this pressure. We feel just this heaviness on our shoulder. You know, it's kind of like the the story that I heard about the dad. The the dad's at the grocery store and he has his toddler in the shopping cart and and, and he's, you know, going through the grocery store and and the child was like screaming, right? Screaming and whining and, and making a scene and like flailing. And for those, of you that have children that are two years old and older you probably have experienced this at one time or another and and so the dad is calmly saying brad it'll be okay brad just be calm brad just be patient brad you can make it brad we're almost done brad we're, we're almost ready to go home we'll be home soon and so the way the story unfolds is this woman was in the store, and she actually saw the, 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 the dad saying this, and she was impressed. She goes up to him, and she goes, gosh, that's amazing. That's incredible how you're speaking to the child. But the dad said, he's not Brad, I am. <laughs> And so we get it. You laugh because we get it. So many of us have been in that situation where it's like we have to talk ourselves through that scenario, through that situation, because we feel it. We feel the heaviness. We feel the pressure. We feel just the reality that many of us, we face decisions. You know, we face decisions in life all the time. Sometimes uh, many of our big decisions are in our personal lives, right? Sometimes many of our big decisions are in our business life. Maybe you own your own business, or you're a leader in your company, you have big things going on, and that's great, and that's amazing, but we feel the weight of those decisions. Am I going to move? Am I going to take the job? Am I not? What what do I do? How are we going to handle this? And oftentimes, some of those decisions are also related to our direction, just our direction in life. Where are we going to go? What does God really want? Because right now, I'm not so sure, and I don't want to make a wrong decision. Or maybe the weight that you're feeling at this time of the year is your health, or the health of a loved one, and you're here and, and you're celebrating Christmas Eve, but there's just kind of this weight, you, you know, it's impending and you, and you feel it and, and it's just heavy. Or maybe it's a financial one that you're just dealing with and you're trying to figure out how ends are going to meet or, you know, the end of the year is wrapping up. And so one of the other things that many people that I talk to feel heaviness in is just busyness. We're constantly busy. What's going on? Oh, I got so much going on. I have so many things. And and a lot of times, I have to be honest, I feel like it's just, it's the life that we create. It's the the schedule that we create because we slam things in there all the time and we're overextended. And so every single one of us, we come into this time of the year and this Christmas Eve and this service with a different story, right? We're all unique, we're all different. And, and I, I wanna tell you just straight up, I am not trying to bring condemnation or make you feel bad about your situation. But in fact I want to do just the opposite because with that heaviness with that just that weight that we're feeling this is the time this is the service because of Christ is we have this amazing opportunity to be uplifted. And so I just want to share something with you in Isaiah chapter 61 verse 3. It says to all who are all who mourn in Israel he will give a crown of beauty for ashes, a joyous blessing instead of mourning, festive praise instead of despair. And so this verse is amazing. This is exactly the opposite of that weight, the, the, the gravity that we feel. And so God is replacing our sadness with joy. So he gives us encouragement to persevere. Because many of us, we're in a situation. We can't escape from it. There's no way to get out of it. We're in it. We're right in the middle of it. But he gives us the encouragement to persevere, despite the circumstance. And the thing that I love is he takes our heaviness and to me that is the best post holiday dieting program ever created. Where God, that's a joke right there. Like you guys can laugh, like that's funny. <laughs> But just, man, I just see in our lives how so many times we just, we think that if we fill our lives full of stuff and activities and and possessions, that that's gonna give us joy and happiness and gladness. And it's just not true. Like, it's not true. Jesus is the only one that gives us that joy that's everlasting. And I, I just, I love Jesus so much. Like, I think about him all the time. He's the one that leads me and guides me. He leads this church. He leads our community. And so I just wanna encourage you to be Christ-centered in your life, that you would allow Jesus to lead you. Yes, here we celebrate an infant that's born, but he's the Messiah, the Savior for the world. And, and, you know, and one of the other things that we get to do at this time of year is, is explain to kids. You know, For those of, those of us that are parents, we have three kids, and you know, we've done our very best to, to show our kids the, the true meaning of Christmas. And I want to tell you, like, I'm so proud of you because you've done that. Like, you've done that by coming here. You come to a a church service, a community service that's glorifying Jesus in his birth. Like, you've done that. You've shown your kids why it is. What's the whole meaning? What's the purpose? Coming to a Christmas Eve service shows that we understand the importance. You know of, of a worship service and maybe you came you know with your family maybe you were invited by a friend maybe you just found it online or you know whatever however it is that you got here we feel like you're here for a reason and for a purpose but we want to worship on a special night like this don't we like we want to we want to know that there's something out there that's bigger than us, that's, that's, that's more magnificent you know, than just our life, that's going to take the heaviness that we experience, that's going to give us the joy that we desire, that's going to enable us to be generous to those that are in need, the, the, the one that fills us up with his spirit so we can be thankful for all the things that we have. And so we just need to understand sometimes why it is that we're worshiping on this holy night all together as a community because there's, there's just incredible lessons in giving gifts. I mean, giving gifts brings true, true joy, doesn't it? I mean, kids, you need to understand, you know, we love to give you gifts. Like, in, And kids, you probably love to receive gifts. In fact, if you're a child out there and you love to receive gifts, go ahead and give me a cheer, like real loud right now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, all of us, you know, I I heard some adults in there. Like, that's cool. Like, I get it. I I totally get it. We love to receive gifts. But here's the deal. You know, kids, we want you to understand why we give you gifts. It's because of Christ. It's because of Jesus. He's the reason that we celebrate Christmas. It's because he's the one that came to give. You know, he did receive those gifts from the wise men, but Jesus' whole purpose was that he himself would give, and he gave of himself. All that he had, he gave everything to all humanity. He gave his life. And the thing that I love is we have that same opportunity to give our life back to him, to give him our heart. Like the video talked about where, you know, he's so generous to us and gives us so many things that we can be thankful for, but we can in turn give him our life and give him our heart. And I also think, in related to this you know topic of heaviness and just sometimes the weight of life sometimes i just think honestly we take ourselves way too seriously i just think sometimes we just need to lighten up and have a little fun and give ourselves permission to have fun where we it's okay to be at the red light and you're singing the 80s music out loud like it's okay that you're rocking out like it's okay to stroll a little bit and to dance a little bit and shake your hips a little bit if you're enjoying music like that's okay you don't need to worry about what other people are thinking it's okay Okay to have a little bit of fun. You know, one of the things that, that we do that, that is a lot of fun, and I know I, I do, is to eat. Like, I love to eat. I enjoy it. I think it's fun. It's, it's one of my top three things that I get to do. And so one of the things because of that is we spend a lot of time in the kitchen. Right, preparing food or making food and and I love to eat good food, so I learned how to make good food. I just I learned how to cook and I actually enjoy doing it. And so one of the things that I do to lighten the mood in the kitchen is to listen to reggae music. And and so it sounds a little bit like this. You know what I'm talking about? Like reggae. Christmas carols are the best thing to cook, cook with. Like in the kitchen, it's amazing. See, like some of you, I could see, you were kind of bobbing a little bit. You were like the steel drums and you were all about it. Like it, it just makes you feel good. It kind of gets you in the groove and stuff. And, and so as much as I love that, like that is just a piece and it's a small thing, as much as I love that, there is lasting abundant joy because of Jesus. As much as I enjoy cooking good food and eating it, that meal ends. And so I feel this void. I feel this empty. My stomach will be empty again, and so will yours. So that abundant joy that we feel feel that fills us up only comes from Christ. He's the one that fills our heart, isn't he? Until when? Until we experience another challenge. And it comes out, and we feel this weight, and and it's constant, right? In our life, there's going to be ebbs and flows. There's going to be ups and downs. And and, and so that joy comes in our life from Christ until something else crowds it out. And this is another great example during the holiday season. (sighs) Man, I'll tell you what. um, Some of you have all your Christmas lights up, probably all of you, um, but... (laughs) I don't know what you feel like when you open up the bin of Christmas lights, but oftentimes (laughs) it's this tangled mess right? I actually don't like putting up Christmas lights because in the past I I had to put them up on like on the rim of the roof and I was literally scared that I was going to fall off because one time I almost slipped and I thought I was going to die. So like a couple of years, I I told my wife, I said, I'm not doing it. Like I'm not doing the Christmas lights. I can't. And so when we pull out the Christmas lights, we get frustrated we know that they're Christmas lights, and they're supposed to be fun. It's supposed to bring joy to all of our neighbors and the people that drive by while we're sitting inside while they're lighting up the outside of our house. But we just, we don't want to deal with the mess, right? It, it's the mess, it's, it's all tangled up. And, and so this is, this is a great picture, a great visual aid for our lives just in general, because there is so much joy that's available. Right. It's everywhere. Joy is everywhere during this holiday season. But when we go back to our tangled mess and all these things and all the lights, everything's messed up and we look at our complicated lives, we, don't, we just don't want to deal with it. We don't want to deal with the tangled mess of the Christmas lights. We want to leave them behind. We, we, want to, we don't want to put them up this year. And we want to do that in our life as well when we're facing a tangled, jumbled mess. Because We don't want to face the issues. We don't want to face the gravity, the pressure. We would rather just push it aside. Pretend it's not there. The pain, the hurt. But that's not the way that our God is. That's not the way he operates. He wants to bring healing and restoration in our lives. He wants to bring the restoration in relationships that, that where we feel the tension. He wants to bring restoration in your family where there might be tension around the table or at the restaurant. He, even in your marriage, maybe you were driving on the way here and, and there was an argument that, you know, that, that happened or maybe there was complete silence. And so God is the one that wants to intervene in the midst of the turmoil or the silence. And so we can have that true joy by giving our heart. Because God offers that to us, and that's amazing. In fact, he showed the shepherds this as well. And they were in the field, and they actually were terrified. And I can, I can totally understand why they would be terrified. Because all of a sudden, this, this host of angels surround them. You know, this light is going on, and all this noise and sound, and, and it's all the angels appear. And this is what the angels say as these shepherds were terrified with what's going on. And, and Luke chapter 2, verse 10, but the angel reassured them. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And so as we read this verse, it's for you. The angel was saying that to the shepherds that were there, but we have to take this verse and personalize it. The good news is for you. It's for us. The promises of God are for you. Have you ever listed out the promises that, that God gives to us? Where, where one of the scriptures in, in, in the Bible says that, that God will give us a future. So the, the future's for you. God wants you to have an incredible future connected with him. The hope that we have in our life, where we hope to go in direction and direction and, and our goals and aspirations, God's hope is the one that can fill our lives. He's the one that gives us our destiny on where we're heading, what we desire and long for. He also gives us forgiveness from our past, the wrong decisions that we've made, the sins that we've committed, the things that we're not so proud of, that we drag along in life. He's the one that gives us forgiveness of those, because Jesus is the one that paid the penalty. He paid the payment for us for our sins, which is amazing. And Jesus is the one that gives us this incredible opportunity to have eternity in heaven. And so Christmas, when you look at all that it is, it's a fulfillment of the promises of God. Along with having the joy, we can have this incredible freedom that the Lord offers, freedom from our past, freedom from our struggles, freedom from the tangled mess that we call our life in in this example of Christmas lights. And in fact, I even would challenge you to make finding freedom in your life one of your goals for 2020. Because we can have freedom from the tangled mess, so everything that's, that's, that's all, all messed up and, and that frustrates us. We can have freedom and liberty from that. All of those things, they can be unfolded and clean, and, and, and they, they can be made straight, which is amazing. And so the Lord is the one that offers us the freedom where all the tangled lights come untangled. And that's amazing. We can have that. We can have freedom from the things that we even don't think we can overcome. The things that you look at in your life and you go, there's no way. We can have freedom from those. But the the reality is, is sometimes we have to get rid of the things that are tripping us up. Because they're in front of us. There's things that that trip us up all the time. And we have to see them and, and we have to recognize it as something that trips us up. So we've got to get rid of it. The reason we need to get rid of that is so we can help somebody else. I hope that you see that in life. This whole life that you and I live is not about us. It's about following after Christ so that we can help somebody else. So you and I can make a difference in somebody else's life. So we can make a difference in our culture and in our community, in our families, and in our business at work that's the calling that God has given to us. And you can't be all that God has created you to be until you get untangled. That's just the reality of life. But when you do, you can have that joy that God offers by helping others, by bringing joy, by helping other people. And so... That's wonderful and amazing, right? It makes us feel good. So we need the joy in our life. We need to, to give him our, our, our heart. We need to be untangled. We need freedom in our life. But there is absolutely one final step. And that's where we connect to the power source. And this is way too obvious of a part of a visual aid, but oh my gosh, it totally makes sense when you and I get to understand it. So the power source that we get to tap into is Christ, is the power of the Holy Spirit, where heaven comes to earth for us so that we can have it in our life. And so we have this opportunity to give our heart to him and to others. One of the things that... Uh, My wife, Nicole, and I have discussed uh, at different times um, over the years is just the possibility uh, that something bad might happen. Right, We don't focus on it. We're not morbid about it. We don't dwell on it, but we do talk about it. And in fact, it actually kind of makes me sad every time we talk about it because we talk about the thought that maybe if we weren't together and something happened, right? Maybe one of us is driving along. Maybe she's driving and she's in an accident and we're not together. And then all of a sudden I find out, you know, it's terrible. It's awful. But you know what I would do? I would go, right wherever it is that she was in an accident, I would go, and it's terrible, and it makes my heart sink, but I would go to her wherever she is, and I would go to rescue her, right to make sure that she was okay, to make sure that I could do all that I can, to try and find her, and in that scenario, we have got to be able to connect the dots where Jesus does the same thing for us, and we've got to personalize this. He came for you. He came to rescue you from your struggles, from your doubt, from your disbelief, from the things that are struggling, you're struggling with. And so how that works is that we give him our heart. You know, and the video was amazing, and I hope that it captured you, know, you and your emotions, but more than that, your mind, your thoughts, and, and just the aspect that God designed us and he created us to be spiritual beings. We have a spirit in us. And it says very clearly in scripture that we have to believe that Jesus is God's son. And when we do that, this incredible transaction takes place where he comes into our life and he saves us and our spirit is rejuvenated. It's born again. And that's amazing. But we've got to give him our heart. And so in just a moment, I'm going to give you an opportunity to do that. Uh, and, and, and when you came in, I know that the cards were already made reference to, but if you look at that card a, a little bit deeper, there's things on there that you could, could take a look where, where it acknowledges that you know that you need to give Jesus your heart and, and, and be saved from, from the things that are going on. Or, and, and there probably are, are some of us that are here that maybe we know what we're supposed to do and maybe we followed Jesus in the past, but right now in our life, if we were honest, we're not really doing that and we know that we need to. And tonight is a great reminder of that. And so maybe you need to reconnect with Christ. So I'd encourage you to take a look at that card and fill it out and, and, and turn it in at the back. But I also need to take this step with every single one of us here in the auditorium. Well, I'm gonna ask you in just a moment if you would just slip your hand up and say, yeah, that's me. Like I need to just surrender everything and turn my life over to Christ. But I don't want you to be concerned about the person next to you, or anybody else that's here. So I'm gonna pray in just a moment. So if you guys could do me a favor and go ahead and bow your head and close your eyes and just have this connection with the Lord because he's here, his Holy Spirit is here. We're celebrating him, we're honoring him. We've asked for his presence to be in this place and he is here. And he wants to have a divine encounter with you where you can experience the power source that Jesus is. And get plugged into him where you turn your heart over to him and i know that's a number of you and so if with, with nobody looking around and all the eyes closed and heads bowed if you know that you need to turn your life over to christ to give your heart to him or to reconnect with him if you would do me a favor just go ahead and slip your hand up so i can see it just go ahead and put it up yeah thank you so much several of you go ahead and put it up so i can see it yeah thank you so much go ahead and put your hand up yeah It's a big deal. This is so important. Don't let this moment pass. Go ahead and put it up. Yeah, just acknowledge it. It's almost like, you know, where we're kind of raising our hand before God, where we're saying, I need you. It's like we wave our hand when we need somebody's attention. That's what we're doing right now, just acknowledging that we need Jesus. Yeah, thank you so much. It's a big deal. You can go ahead and put your hands down. So what I want to do is I want to pray right now, and I want you to pray along with me. Pray in your heart and your mind. Just pray. Maybe you you repeat the words that I say, but really God is looking at our heart and he he sees your intent right now. He sees your heart and what you're feeling. And he wants to intervene with you. So maybe you pray along with me. Maybe we say something like, God, I I need you so much. God, would you come into my life? I want to connect with you. Jesus, I believe that you're God's son. And right now I want to put my faith in you. I believe it. I know it's real. Thank you so much for coming to this earth for me, to rescue me. And so right now I surrender my life over to you. I give you my heart. Would you please forgive me of all the things that I've ever done? Would you give me a fresh start on this Christmas Eve? Father, I want to pray just a special blessing on every single person, male and female and child and husband and wife, those that are struggling in marriage, those that are divorced, single mom, single dad, grandparents, great-grandparents. Lord, we just want to honor you. Lord, I pray a blessing over them. As a pastor in this community, as a leader, Lord, I thank you so much for giving me the voice And that I get to speak about you and talk about you and your love and your goodness. And so, Lord, I pray blessings over every single person that you would uplift them. God, would you take the heaviness? Would you take the weight that's holding them down? And God, even right now, we want to throw our tangled mess before you and ask that you would take it. Lord, would you lead us and guide us? Would you give us the wisdom? Would you give us direction and insight? Lord, would you give us healing? Physical healing. Relationship, relational healing God would you do something amazing and incredible we want to honor you and bless you for all that you are in Jesus name